Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling podcast. In today's episode, we are going to talk about how to reframe any sales situation. And joining me is Carl Holson. Carl, how are you today? I'm, I'm doing great. I just was looking at PS5s online, and I guess they're, they're sold out everywhere. And I really wanted to ask you, the only reason I'm interested in buying one now is because people keep on saying how sold out they are and how you can't get them anywhere. And that's really, I know it sounds bizarre, but it's the only reason I want one is because no one can like get them. What's going on there? <laughs> Am I just crazy or, or what? What's going on in my brain? Why do I want it? Because because there's so so little of it. Yeah, no, you're not crazy. Uh, in fact, there's a good reason, a good science-backed reason why that's occurring. Why when something becomes popular or sold out, uh, we want it more. And it goes to a powerful principle called social proof. Social proof, real quickly, connects the persuasiveness of an idea with how other people are responding to it. It's why when everyone we know is reading a certain book, we're like, well, I gotta, I gotta get that book. Or everyone's watching a certain movie, and we're like, well, I gotta watch that movie tonight. I wanna see what, I don't wanna miss out. So that's what social proof is. It really makes things persuasive and it makes products that are sold out. It makes us not wanna miss out. We wanna get in on the action too. So social proof's been studied by scientists for Boy, over a hundred years. So no, there's a lot of scientific data, Carl, that explains why is it you want that product now that you can't really have it. Do you think companies make, I mean, I'm guessing are taking advantage of that and are making sure we all know how limited supply they are? Um, yeah, oh, I'm sure. I, I, why wouldn't they? I would, I would think they certainly would because uh, social proof kind of amplifies the persuasiveness of an idea or makes us want a product more. And the fact that it has scarcity too is also making that product, you know, the fact that only a few people can get it, right? That'll, people will do a lot to, uh, to, make that, um, to make that happen, right? They don't want to miss out on it. So yeah, I'm sure organizations will often try to leverage that. It doesn't happen often where a product will catch fire, but when it does, uh, companies can use it to to really amplify interest in not only that product, but they can position it in a way to amplify interest in upcoming products or products that may already be on the shelves. Great. So I'll just be, I guess, buying a ton from, from Sony <laughs> coming up. Um, <laughs> and, and speaking of reframing, I remember I first learned about it when we were kind of just talking back and forth and you were discussing this extremely powerful science back strategy Tell, tell our listeners a little bit about reframing and why it's so powerful and, and what exactly reframing is. Yeah, boy, is reframing important, especially in selling. I mean, it's important in every area of life. We're constantly trying to do this. So reframing is this. All of us and all of our potential clients will come into the sale with a certain perspective, right? So think of reframing or frames is kind of a perspective, a lens through which they're looking at everything you're doing. And oftentimes that perspective is aligned with what we're offering them. And so the sale moves forward. But other times 
that perspective, they can get stuck in an unhelpful and unproductive perspective that isn't helping them. And so when that happens, and it does happen often enough that we need to be able to address it, we need to reframe the situation. Now, reframing is most popular in objection handling, but we need to be able to do it at any part in the sale. And what it is essentially is giving someone a new perspective or a new way of looking at what you're sharing. And so great salespeople are great at reframing. And I realized the importance of this many years ago, as almost any salesperson will, when you think about reframing and how impactful it can be to the sale. And the good news is there's a lot of science on reframing. Uh, I'll share with you a couple real quick things. Um, One study found, for example, that doctors were more likely to recommend a treatment, much more likely, when the treatment was given and that those who took it had a 90% survival rate. But doctors were very unlikely to recommend that same treatment if it was presented to them as having a 10% mortality rate. Now, you might say, well, isn't that really the same thing? Uh, Mathematically, yes. But the way it's framed shapes how we perceive it. Let me share with you a, a quote regarding frames that really impacted me by Daniel Kahneman, who is the uh, two, 2002 Nobel Prize winner in economic sciences. Here's what Kahneman said, and I quote, he said, unless there is an obvious reason to do otherwise, most of us passively accept decision problems as they are framed and therefore rarely have an opportunity to discover the extent to which our preferences are framed bound rather than reality bound. So this is the big deal, meaning the frame your potential clients have skews how they view everything you say and do. And there will be times in the sale when you will need to reframe. And if you're not able to do that or don't know how, you will lose sales that could have been yours. So this is not a small issue. This is a major issue in sales. How do you reframe when someone is stuck in an unproductive frame? How do you nudge them out of it and give them a more beneficial way of looking at something? And as I mentioned, Carl, the good news is we're not on our own to figure this out because there is a lot of science that shows us exactly how to do this. Well, and it sounds so powerful in part because there's nothing worse as a salesperson than than working with a client and being you know stuck in an unproductive state with that client, knowing that you're so close to the finish line. What can I do to get over that hump? What can I do to close this deal? It sounds like reframing is one of those powerful techniques that can be leveraged really at any part of the sales process to have some extremely impactful results. That's, I mean, it, it sounds extremely, extremely powerful. It, it really is. Uh, I can't uh, underestimate how impactful this can be. Years ago, this is many years ago, when I realized the importance of not just learning phrases, you know, because oftentimes when we think about reframing, usually the way it's taught is through mimicry, where you say, hey, when you get in this situation, say this line. And that can be helpful when I'm in that situation. But in the real world where situations evolve and every client is a little bit different than the last, 
I need to be really nimble in reframing. And so I look for a reframing process. I'm thinking there must be something out there that walks you through how to reframe. And I looked at the sales literature. Uh, this is a number of years back. And I found literally nothing that was helpful at all. I mean, it was, it was in the real world of selling, it didn't do anything. Because memorizing a phrase isn't enough. You need to be able to create reframes. And so what I did then was went to the science and looked at, okay, how is reframing used in science? What do we know about it? Is there any process? And the good news is there is a lot of science that talks about how to reframe. And we've identified here at HealthFell Group five different ways to reframe. We have a whole process. Today, I want to share just one of those that our listeners can master that will help them regardless of the sales situation they're in. And it's reframing around the existing beliefs of your potential customer. This is one of the five ways to reframe. But this one is incredibly powerful. And when you learn it, you can begin to use it right away. Here's what we know about this. It is vastly underutilized. Let me give you one example. Uh, Two researchers, um, Matthew Feinberg and Rob Willer, came out with a powerful study just a couple years ago that was published in uh, the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin. Very, really powerful research where they went to the most challenging place you can imagine to try to reframe a message. They didn't go to sales. They went to politics. And they looked at polarizing topics like same-sex marriage, like military spending, like uh, government-funded health care. And they look at topics like that where people are on opposite sides of the issue and there is contentious debate around them. And they said, could we leverage the science of reframing regarding people's existing beliefs to help people either become more open to an opposing viewpoint or even modify their viewpoint? And what they were able to find was absolutely amazing. This is a powerful study that I hope will get into the hands of some politicians uh, who certainly need to read it because it, it really tells us how can you have a productive argument with people uh, and debate in a way, the people that you disagree with, um, how do you understand their viewpoint? Here's what these two researchers found, though. They found that when most of us uh, will try to persuade others about a certain political view, any of the topics that I shared, uh, and, and many others as well, We do it from our perspective, meaning they said that we start with, what do I believe about military spending or same-sex marriage or healthcare, whatever it may be, and then I make an argument from that. And they said, that's not the way to influence another person. They said, what you want to do is start from their belief system. What do the people you're trying to persuade, what do they believe? And then I connect that belief with my argument. They said, when you do that, it is an absolute game changer. And their study validates this. They did six different experiments, over 1,300 participants. And they really found that compliance rate rate with the political message drastically increased if they started with the belief that the other person had who opposed their viewpoint and connected it to their point of view. Uh, For example, when they talk about the topic of same-sex marriage, which they tackled, very polarizing topic, they found that politically liberal participants 
were more persuaded when the argument was reframed to focus on fairness, treating everyone equally. They believed even more with uh, same-sex marriage. However, politically conservative participants they found were more persuaded when the argument was reframed to focus on how same-sex couples were loyal, patriotic Americans, that they gave more validity to the the argument, and some of them even moved to the other side. And so the, the conclusions of this powerful research study were to win someone to your position, it's best not to challenge their beliefs, but instead reframe your argument to connect with their beliefs. The researchers said this, and I quote, they say, when you do this, Individuals see value in an opposing stance, reducing the attitudinal gap between the two sides. So this is some amazing research that we can leverage because we are not in a challenging environment or as challenging environment as politics is. We're trying to sell something. And so we can leverage this and have even more success than they found in that study going into a really challenging situation of political arguments and learning how to reframe that. And when we do that, Carl, it can transform the entire sale, leveraging the existing beliefs of our buyers. I I mean, great tips for now and for before Thanksgiving dinner with the family. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, right? You never know where you're going to need this stuff. Uh, you can apply it not only in your sales career, but even around the Thanksgiving table. Yeah. And, and let's, we should go through an exercise. Yeah. Let's, let's dive in. Let's talk about that. Let me, um, let's kind of apply what we just learned there. As we do, I'll share one more thing with our listeners is when you're introducing this. Uh, because oftentimes, let's say you're in your presentation and you want to really connect the dots between what they believe and what you're offering. And you might have learned about that offering a little earlier in your more of a discovery phase. Um, Using phrases to remind them of this, such as beginning the refrain with something like um, earlier you mentioned, or, you know, last time uh, we were together, the group shared that, right? Not only does that tell them you're listening to them, but that reminds them of that belief that they share. And then you can connect the dots to what we're, what we're offering. So with all that said, so Carl, let's think about what is a common belief, let me ask you, that many of our potential clients have walking into a sales dialogue with us? What is something that they often believe that we might need to help reframe? You know, a lot, a lot of our clients can be initially hesitant to move forward with us as a sales training program because they've had bad experiences in the past with bad sales trainings that cost a ton of money. And for a variety of reasons, uh, the techniques that they learned didn't help them improve their sales performance at all. And they sometimes didn't even resonate with the sales training in any way, shape or form. So what they're really looking for from us is proof, proof Mm -hmm. that this sales training will work, proof that this will be better and this will be different than the other sales trainings they've had in the past. Excellent. Yeah, I think that's spot on. That's a great example. A lot of our clients have in the past gone through more traditional anecdotal sales training and it, it didn't, do, uh, didn't do much 
uh, besides maybe entertain them for a couple hours, didn't improve their sales. And so they come in a little gun shy. But to your point, they're curious, right? They're like, okay, science-based is a little different, a lot different actually than what they've gone through before. So Carl, now how would you, let's say you're on a real sales call. Let's say we're talking about um, our sales workshop or our virtual mm-hmm. sales training. How would you connect that belief? Like, what would you, how would you leverage that belief, that concern they have walking in and begin to reframe that? What would that, what would that look like? So probably during our second call or after that, that first conversation we have where I'm able to, to gain the insight on on their past experiences. Mm -hmm. So let's say it is during, you know, the demo of our virtual learning platform. I think I'd say something like last time we spoke, you mentioned something that I thought was really important when you mentioned that you've had bad experiences with sales trainings in the past that didn't lead to noticeable improvements in your sales results in any way, shape, or form. So let me show you today exactly how our virtual learning platform doesn't just teach you sales strategies that are guaranteed to increase your sales results, but they're guaranteed to increase your sales results because they are backed by science. Mm. Excellent. And kind of use that actually I think what's great about reframing too is I now have I've kind of set the stage for that demo where you know that really key primary you know you know buying motivator their problems I'm going to be addressing throughout this entire demo and if I were I guess maybe in 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 the buyer's shoes it would be nice to know that they didn't forget about my problems that they you know I was hurt and really addressing this yes Spot on. Yeah, because now you're literally speaking their language, right? You're mirroring their words, you're leveraging that belief, and you're addressing it as a real concern. And that's a challenge we love, right? If anything, we have so much evidence that shows our training works. So we love that challenge, but to bring it up, and then, you know, they're nodding their head saying, yeah, you get it. That's, that's kind of my concern. And then you're going to address that. And you can keep leveraging that belief until you get to the point where you can ask them a, a powerful question um, uh, with something such as, so based on what we've shared, we've talked about so far today, does that address your concerns about whether or not this training would work? Because of, as we've seen, the fact that it's based on real science, right? And then, you, yeah, that really right addresses their concerns. So you can leverage that belief, use it to gain interest and reframe that as you go into that presentation and then get confirmation later on than it actually answered uh, their concern. But when you do that, you're right. I mean, you're, you're really listening to the client. You're demonstrating that, okay, hey, Carl gets it. I mean, he gets what I'm wondering. And so it's, instead of just saying, hey, I believe in this product, now you're guiding them and bringing their beliefs into it and using it as a, a great way to reframe and leverage as you get into our product. So that's the power of reframing and when you use existing beliefs. So I'd encourage our listeners to think about that as well. So where in your sales process can you leverage the beliefs that your potential clients currently have and leverage them in your argument so to, to connect the dots? And when you do that, not only will you be more successful in conveying your political beliefs, but also you'll be a lot more successful when it comes to selling your company, your product, or your service. Well, and in today's selling environment, reframing might not just be a powerful sales strategy, but it might be a necessary 
sales strategy for salespeople to to stay successful and and really be able to resonate with buyers in a way that no one else is doing. And and for for listeners uh, this week, our, our assignment is to think through how you can leverage reframing, uh, you know, leverage existing beliefs in your sales process and send an email to contact at hoffeldgroup.com. That's contact at hoffeldgroup.com describing exactly what that would look like. A few templates, you know, a, a short script, even better. Anyone that emails us is going to be automatically entered to win a free signed copy of David's best-selling book, which is right behind him. You actually get that huge copy. Just kidding. Uh, the, uh, best-selling book, The Science of Selling. And while you're on our website, please make sure to drop us a note, check out some of our free resources, which I believe there are some on, on reframing, actually a great reframing guide um, that, that listeners can see some visuals and really learn more about this. And by reading The Science of Selling, you'll learn more. And really, this is, like we said, not just a skill that's going to be make you radically successful. This is a skill that in today's sales climate, is so important to take advantage of. David, until next time, have a great rest of your weekend and we'll talk soon. My pleasure. Thanks, Carl. <laughs>